All right, I'm fired up. Charlie's Uh-oh. fired up today. Uh-oh. Man, I'll tell you what. So on the Cherry Pickett episode, remember on my idea for the War on Raw documentary? Yeah. Um, he, he followed up with me like immediately after. He's like, hey, I'm super interested in this. Let's talk more. And I haven't researched this in a long time. And, you know, back then, 2014, you know, there was like Suja got a class action lawsuit, Blueprint Cleanse, because they were labeling the juices raw, even though it was HPP'd. And then um, they ended up taking the word raw off the label after those lawsuits. Then things went back to normal for a while. But man, I just looked into it. It's happening again. Companies are out there saying the juice is raw when it's been a high-pressure process. It's driving me crazy. Um, and there's even now this, in my opinion, kind of a fraudulent raw certification that's being managed by this nonprofit. Their HPP juice brands are putting the certified raw label on their juice. Um, so they're at it again. They're up to their old tricks. And I'm here to stop them. <laughs> what are you going to do, Charlie? What are you going to do? I don't know. Thinking about emailing the lawyer that sued Suja. Let him know what's going on. Yeah. But, you know, Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's. Uh... <laughs> to that intro. <laughs> Let's you're, that intro. You're, like the super, you're like the superhero that my boys watch, you know, where it's like juice manufacturer maker by day and by night he puts on his right. suit and like takes down <laughs> my my juicy sense is tingling yeah and sure enough they're up to their old tricks because i haven't been reporting on this stuff for a long time you know that's right after after the the raw juice lawsuits and then a wild pass and then the hpp industry they had this uh, high pressure certified seal and then, for some unknown reason, they changed it to cold pressure certified. Yeah. Just, in my opinion, to ultimately confuse the customer to not realizing that it had been processed. So, like, oh, cold cold pressed. No. And then um, I reported on that. And then I believe they ended up changing it back to high pressure certified after that. And um, But I haven't really been paying attention to this stuff for a while. And sure enough, they're up to their old tricks. Tell you what. See what happens. See what happens when I hold my eye on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> when when the dogs away, the cats play. <laughs> they know you've been distracted with the pod. Exactly. It's another Friday. This week I did it my way. I made lots of juice, and now I feel a boost. Baby, say, oh, it's the way I make my juice. And fruits and roots. This week I did it my way. Baby, say, oh, now let's have some fun. There is nothing greater than Friday's nature. Ow, ow, ow! What's up, my juice lovers? Welcome to Good Nature Radio. This is your host, Charlie Wetlawfer, joined by the two top juice business consultants in the entire world and universe, Chef Ari Sexner, author of The Juicing Companion, Olivia Esquivel, founder and operator of Southern Press Juicery, the award-winning juicy smoothie and acai bowl shop. Good Nature Radio is a weekly Friday podcast 
the juicing industry comes to get help starting and growing a juice business. Good Nature was founded in 1976 by my dad, and he invented the commercial cold-pressed juicer. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, interested in learning more about complete turnkey packages for starting a juice business. Get a free 30-minute call with the Dream Team at goodnature.com slash radio. Can get $100 off any of our School of Juicing courses uh, with code GNRADIO at learn.goodnature.com. Of course, join in on the Good Nature Juicing Facebook group. Tons of awesome, awesome conversation going on there all the time. Myself, Ari, Olivia, we're all on there talking to people every day. Head uh, over to Facebook, search for Good Nature Juicing. And of course, shop and bulk on the Good Nature Marketplace. By the way, announcement, we now carry Blendtec blenders and jars on the marketplace. Awesome. So, uh, anybody, nice. so anybody looking for a commercial blend tech or replacement jars, you can buy those at goodnature.com now. So good to know. Yes, 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 yes. Let's get okay, into can, it. Charlie, can yeah. I just say something real quick? Um, I know sure. we always talk about the, the Facebook good nature group, but I don't know if people will know this, but the Instagram good nature the Good Nature Instagram is different content than what's in the Facebook group. And yes. the giveaways on Instagram, Good Nature Instagram, are amazing. We actually just gave away two hours free consulting with Chef Ari and myself. And the winner was super happy. They just um, had just signed a lease on a space just this week. But I know a lot of our viewers and our listeners are on the Facebook page, which is phenomenal. Mm. That's a great community place, but I want to make sure you guys are also following good nature on Instagram because sometimes I go on there and do lives. Chef is on there with recipes and we're doing amazing giveaways on there and we're reposting a lot of juice bars. So, um, make sure that you're following good nature and tag good nature Instagram when you're in your juice shop. I do that all the time. And I actually, on the Southern press juicery page, I get a lot of viewers, um, and, you know, it just, it helps my algorithm when I tag good nature, cause then they'll repost me. So if you're trying to up your social media game, just make sure you're also following us on the Instagram page. Also. Thank you. Sorry. Very good point. Yes. It's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard for me to remember to talk about all the amazing marketing channels, but yeah, we, uh, we do have a very active Instagram page. Yeah. Like Olivia said, we reshare our customers content all the time, uh, which will bring you more followers. We do awesome giveaways. We have another exciting giveaway coming up. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, very soon. And, um, we and Charlie's some, on TikTok now. I'm on TikTok <laughs> under the good nature, good nature pro username. Follow me there. I'm going to be making a TikTok about what we're about to talk about today. Um, yeah, the, the, the TikTok content's pretty cool. I'm kind of focusing on talking about other juice bars and juice business strategy and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm also resharing the content on Instagram. It's kind of a new yep. form of content I've been doing, but I really like it. I think it's fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. TikToks, like creator tools, are actually really nice. You can actually mm -hmm. make some pretty compelling content pretty quick. It's pretty cool. Um, TikTok's new for me, you know. But uh, yeah. we're up to a whopping like 73 followers. So come on, guys, follow us. <laughs> <laughs> They're just LinkedIn waiting for an X. <laughs> oh, there's too many. They're just waiting for a dance, though, Charlie. You're not going to go viral yeah. on TikTok in, unless there's a dance to our intro. Yeah, I've got to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll do that very soon. I promise you this. Let me just make a note. 
to myself. Maybe we need to do something at a meet at an upcoming staff meeting. Maybe we need to do some sort of viral dance. Yeah. Because you know, it's funny if you, if you look at the good nature Facebook group and I'm sorry, we're going so off topic, but if you look at the good nature Facebook group, so many people will post and they'll be like, hello, my juice lovers. And they'll do that as they're (laughs) like part of their caption. It cracks me up. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're you're uh, trending, Charlie. You're trending. Trending. Yeah. It's a fun it's fun just you know going with the flow coming up with funny things to say i I really enjoy it i'm really looking forward to the next kind of meetup we can do i'm i i think i might actually come out and sing the song at the next in-person meetup we do. just just put that out there slow down cowboy slow down now i'm I'm gonna go download tiktok and okay you got my follow now (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking about it thinking about it yeah um all right, so, all right, time for me to save the world here and enlighten people on what's going on in the industry. <laughs> um, so, 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 yeah, so before I get into this, I should probably say everything I'm about to say is my own opinion, not the opinion of Good Nature Products Incorporated. Um, and it is yeah, that, my That's opinion when you know it's going to be good. And yeah. Some of it is speculation <laughs> and not based on fact. And, uh, um, it's just my opinion. Okay. Let's just put it that way. So I'm not putting out any facts. I'm just saying what I've learned from my research on the internet. Okay. Could be wrong. Do your own research. Could be off base. Could be completely wrong. So I'm not basing any, I'm not saying any of this is fact. Okay. So don't try to sue me for defamation. Record is clear. <laughs> Record is clear. All this is alleged. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Even and if Ari I and Olivia, Ari and Olivia yeah. are not associated with <laughs> these. Yeah. We're under that umbrella. With, yeah, we're, no we fall under the good nature umbrella. Of, we're not sure if any of this is real. <laughs> no, we're not yeah. under that umbrella. We're oh, outside okay. that umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Thanks, Ari. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, let it rip, Charlie. Let it rip. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I've got you ready here, because we're we're gonna play a game called Raw or Not. Okay. Ooh. So, <laughs> All right, so it's gonna be a new fun game we can play. Um. Okay. Let me share my my window over here. One second. Okay, I'm going to show you a picture, and you, as a pretend you're a regular consumer, don't know anything about Juicy, tell me whether you'd perceive this as raw or not raw, you know, like HPP. Yeah. Okay, picture one. Okay. And, um, you know, read all the labels and all the... the uh, for, for people listening, we're looking at a Suja organic bottle of juice here, Okay. You can go back and watch YouTube if you want to see the image. Okay, this is hard because we know the answer. But okay. Right. But I'm just saying pretend you don't, but look at look at all the labels and certifications. Tell me if you would consider this raw or not. Can I say technically yep. raw? <laughs> oh, should <laughs> I, I say my answer or no? <laughs> yeah, 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 say your answer. Technically raw. <laughs> Okay. I would not think this is raw. 
Yeah. Because I, because I see high pressure. Right. Correct. That's what I would okay. say. I would okay. say I think they do a fair job of labeling it as high pressure process because they have the high pressure certified right. seal down below. Right. And we don't see the back label here, but they might even say it on the label. Okay. So I think, right. so I'm like, all right, look, these guys Fine. are yeah. being honest on their label. Okay. For sure. Okay. Here's a uh, press juicery bottle. They're beet juice called Roots One. As a consumer, would this come off mm-hmm. as high pressure processed or raw? Raw. I would say it looks raw. I would say it looks raw. Yeah. They don't say because HPP of anywhere, perishable. at least on the front label. Right. And it says because perishable. It says, it says keep perishable. refrigerated. Right. It right. says cold pressed. It says perishable, keep refrigerated. Yeah. So it comes off as raw to me. They don't label as HPP, at least not on the front label. Just to be fair to them, we're not looking at the back label here. It could right. say it on the back. I'm not sure. Okay. Third one. This one should be easy. <laughs> Okay, well, it's it says raw celery juice. For those right. not so close, you know not viewing, it literally <laughs> in big letters says raw, and then in small letters it says celery juice. So I'm gonna go with right. raw. Right. Yeah, it's got a lot of raw produce around it, so yeah. yeah it so say raw. So the brand <laughs> name is Raw Juicery. Raw is in big capital letters. Yeah. Um. It says USA Organic Cold Pressed Juice. HPP. Um, not surprisingly, though, right? Because you guys know right. where this was going. Right. Um, yeah. And then we can uh, hold on. Let's let's make it even harder. Let's go to their website. Oh, look at that! See that on the website? Hundred percent raw. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Never Here, cooked. USA certified organic. Hundred percent vegan. Hundred yeah. percent raw. Not from concentrate. I would think mm-hmm. this was raw. But then you go, right. if you're like me and you're an investigator, uh-huh. you go all the way to the frequently asked questions. That's where they right. hide it. And bear there it is, yeah. Um, I saw it. Wait, it said HPP. It? Yeah, here we go. Are your products pasteurized? Never. Beverages undergo what's called high pressure processing, which is a heatless safety step approved by the FDA to protect against certain pathogens. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, in my opinion, very deceptive and I think intentionally confusing to the customer. Well, I mean, why wouldn't they just take out the word that says never? Right there. What, pasteurized? It says, yeah, it says, are your products pasteurized? And the answer is never, period. Our beverages undergo what's called high-pressure pr- yeah. processing. And then it explains high-pressure processing, which I think is totally fine. But why wouldn't you, like, they're just trying to be clever and cute and flirty, but why wouldn't you just take out the word never and say, our beverages undergo what's called high-pressure processing and talk well, about that? That's the benefit, huh? Like the right. how it's not technically pasteurized, you know, in the technical terms, right? right. I mean, because right. HVP is... Pasteurization, right. you know, it's a yeah. Te- technically, I do think the word pasteurized means with heat, right? That's right. like it, the it technical, means yeah, heating and cooling. Okay, right. Um, but and there's this other sort of mis. Um. 
Sorry, I'm just trying to read how they explain it here. This method requires a very large and expensive machine capable of applying extremely high static pressure to the juice in a cold environment. Okay. The juice actually does heat up while it's under pressure. It's called adiabatic. All of the HPP people, the scientists will admit that. Um, it is only while it's under pressure, and as soon as the pressure is released, it cools back down. And the people that use HPP will argue, well, that doesn't have the same effect as other heat. It's like, well, why not? Well, because... It's different. It's not transferred heat. It's adiabatic heat. It's like, okay, well, does it heat up under pressure or not? Yes. So that's debatable whether it's actually cold. But but beyond that, it's just like, in my opinion, it, it comes off as they're trying so hard to hide the fact it's been a high-pressure process. You know, and this is an e-commerce brand, so they're selling on Instagram and on their website and they also sell wholesale, but they're just like, so people are, you know, going to the website and ordering everything we just saw is what they're seeing. They're not seeing any extra mm -hmm. information about this thing, hundred percent raw, gluten free. And there's this even, um, certified raw seal, which I'm about to get to next. Yeah. I saw that. I want to read about that. Yeah, here it is. Certified raw, hundred percent raw. They say certified raw. So I looked into this. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. this, is, this is egregious. <laughs> Blast. This, really, this really gets your goat, doesn't it? That's what they say down oh in the South. God. This really just gets my goat. Um, okay, so the... Oh, so certified raw. If you actually go to the website of this weird nonprofit. It's like, it's not really clear what they do or who they are or like, and it's, it's like you, you would think certifying something as raw would be pretty easy, right? Right. Like, well, it's either raw or it's not. I don't know. Like, have you processed it to extend the shelf life? And it's not raw. Or have you cooked it? Then it's not raw. This is how they determine something's raw. There are three aspects of this scoring. The sum of these three aspects must equal 80 or more for the product to be certified raw. The first aspect is real. The score for real is either a zero or 50. The product is 100% safe, satisfies safety criteria, explained at 4.0, then it will receive a safety score of 25. Otherwise, it will receive a zero. The product is 100% non-GMO, then it will receive a non-GMO score of 25. Otherwise, it will receive a zero. Safety and non-GMO scores are added to get the score for the real aspect. Okay, that's kind of complicated. The second aspect is a lie. Based on CS... And they have the little registered trademark sign. See, score from range to zero for 20. Okay, well, what the, the F is that? <laughs> the third aspect is whole. This is composed of two elements. The first element is how organic is the product. The element range from zero to 20. It's determined by the percentage of ingredients by weight that are organic. What does organic have to do with raw? That's my question. Or any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or any like of GMO. Stuff. I mean, you could have a raw GMO product, right? Yeah, this, the second element is nutrient density, which ranges from 0 to 10. Based on the ANDI score, what is that? Determined by the percentage of ingredients by weight in the product. Okay, first of all, that's complicated. Even worse thing, the standards. Okay, here we go. The most recent version. Certified raw. Here we go. See, look at this. Published by International Center for Integrative Systems, a 501c nonprofit let me guess, it's probably funded by all these big food and beverage companies. 
Fucking bullshit. All right. Um, this is the part. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. He did below 212 Fahrenheit. So their their criteria for raw is going to be heated all the way up to one degree less than boiling. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not even pasteurization isn't even 212 degrees. It's like 165 right. degrees for flash pasteurization. Right. Well, and someone that. I mean, I, I'm not a scientist, but I know the more pressure you have, the lower the boiling point. Mm, that's a good point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it less, but no, it's less pressure. It's less I, pressure. I, I believe it's more pressure, the lower really? the boiling point. Hmm, I, I might be wrong, but I know that the boiling point is affected by the pressure, you know? That's something I haven't considered. So that is... All right, but this, <laughs> okay. This drives me crazy um all right have have you guys watched my or read my content or watched my videos on the raw almonds bullshit yeah yes so so just i like this a, i know i already i love this charlie but just as a quick recap just a quick recap yeah 99 percent of the world's almonds are grown in california because they have the right like climate and everything and soil i guess i don't really know why <clears throat> And there's an association in California, the Almond Association, which say that you have to pasteurize your almonds to sell them commercially. So all sounds, the almonds sounds you buy... Sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds familiar, like all juice. The, yeah. All the almonds you buy in Trader Joe's that are called raw almonds or in Whole Foods that say raw almonds or in Wegmans, wherever you're buying your quote-unquote raw almonds are not raw. They are pasteurized. Right. And they're either pasteurized with heat or chemicals like nasty chemical stuff. And this has been the, one of the biggest, in my opinion, scams in the food and beverage industry. And, okay, listen to this bullshit. Listen to this. He did below 212 degrees Fahrenheit to be raw. Neither the completed packaged food nor any of the ingredients may be heated so that they have a temperature of 212 Fahrenheit or higher. The exceptions to this are when federal, state, or local regulations legally require nuts including peanuts to be heated at or above 212 Fahrenheit as part of flash pasteurization. So they're just saying, you know what? We're going to give you the raw seal, even if you're heat pasteurized, as long as you're in the nut industry. Here's where it gets worse. <laughs> if you go back and read the earlier versions of the rules, there was no carve out for nuts. Like if, if you look at the this 1.6 version... Um, the, let's find it here. Let's say he did below 212. They, I mean, I, I guess they do say if there's a regulation is legally required an ingredient, but it's like, but then they added nuts later. I don't know if like, mm -hmm. who, who knows who, who can, I can speculate that the, Almond Association or the Peanut Association got involved and at one of them to specifically add in nuts so that they can still get the raw seal and pasteurized nuts. Can't they just not give a pasteurized product the raw seal? Why does it matter what state regulations say about pasteurizing? So it's just completely defeating the purpose of some like third-party certification. Because as a consumer, you don't care whether the government makes you make some pasteurizer. You just want to know if what you're buying is raw or not, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you.
I'm losing sleep over this. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I, I haven't heard that. from you in two days, Charlie. <laughs> I've been like, wow, Charlie's been really quiet for two days. Poor thing, he hasn't slept. He's been like just reading about <laughs> nuts. <laughs> so every time and I look into this, I get more and more angry yeah. about yeah. this raw thing. Like it is just such a huge fraud, all of this raw labeling, how the government says you're not allowed to wholesale raw products, but then they allow these big commercial companies to label the products as raw anyway. And now there's these bullshit nonprofits giving a raw seal that are giving it to pasteurized products. It's like the whole raw thing is just such a scam. And it's hurting the little mom and pop shop companies like our customers or the little right. raw almond farmers yeah. that are actually selling raw products because it's more expensive, a shorter shelf life. They have to charge more for them. But yet someone on Instagram doesn't know that their $7 bottle of raw juice is not the same as the $10 bottle down the street, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's like... What's always weird to me, like, is every time they talk about HPP, it's they mentioned the the PSI, how much pressure, you know? And I, it's just so weird to me because... You know, I not to get all weird. I've been watching a lot of true crime documentaries. It's like <laughs> you kill something raw. It's like you can't just kill by heat. I mean, you can kill it so many different ways. <laughs> like, right. like pressure is like sounds more gentle. Yeah. Yeah. When it's uh, it's it's sucking all the air out, <laughs> you know, and then yeah, I mean, put it I, back in it's. I have looked at some studies where they've compared heat pasteurization to HPP, like right after the process was done. And HPP did perform better as far as like enzyme um, activity and stuff. But that's like right after the process is done. But they're selling you stuff that's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks old. And I haven't seen any studies done about that yet. But still, even though it's better than heat pasteurization, it's not as good as raw. So as customers, I think we should have a right to know when they're processing it in any way to extend shelf life or something else that's not part of like the making of the food, right? I mean, if you're if you're making a cake, I don't need you to put on the label that this has been baked because it's like, okay, that's part of like yeah. making the food. But if you bake the cake and then you spray chemicals on it, yeah, I want to know. I want to know that you doused it with chemicals to extend the shelf life, right? So... Well I mean, speaking as somebody who owns a juice bar and did pasteurize my juice with HPP um, for a period of time, and I was very open about that, and I, I started that while we were on the pod, and Charlie was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna die like all the other juice bars," and I was like, "No, no, no, I'm not going in all the way. Like, I want to test it. I want to see it. I will tell you wholeheartedly. The only reason that I HPP'd my product." was because it was the only way for me to legally sell my juice outside of my four walls. Yeah. And there yeah. does come a point where they've literally, it's, that's a decision, Olivia. If you want to, Whole Foods wants you in their store. That, that happened. Olivia, in order for you to sell your juice in Whole Foods, you have to pasteurize the juice. So Olivia's yeah. faced with the decision of, do I stay at my you know, one point X million dollar sales out of my one store, 
right? And ride that train for as long as I want. Or do I see, can I do that plus touch another consumer that I'm not touching? And like, how far do I want to take this business, right? And so I did it really to see if that would work. Well, it was such a rat race, honestly, like it was just from in my area, it was hard because there was only one whole foods person for like six States. And it was like, you constantly had to submit and resubmit and resubmit. But it's, that's the only reason I did it. If we lived in Scotland, you know, where you can buy raw eggs and raw milk and raw butter and all these things at your local market, I wouldn't have HPP'd my juice. If they would have said, Olivia, come and sell your juice, Southern Press Juicery at the grocery stores and you don't have to HPP it, I would have sold it raw. The only reason you HPP it is one, to get a longer shelf life and two, so that you can legally expand your business. I mean, they have our hands tied. That's just the reality. I I don't think it's a coincidence that it's like, that it benefits big beverage for this to be a law that you as Southern Press Juicery can't just sell juice in your little local area. You well, know, of course not. Yeah. W- without going through this huge barrier to entry of going through yeah. pasteurization and high pressure processing, because they all do that anyway, because they yeah. ship nationally and they have to have a long shelf life. So right. they, they would do that anyway. So it's always the big companies that push for regulation because they're already doing this stuff. And they know it makes it harder for the little guys. Right. Oh. Yeah, and, that... and, they're, and they're not going to a co-packer. They're making their own, you know, if they right. don't have it already, they're buying their own hyperbaric <sighs> chambers, you know, for whatever they cost, Charlie. And they're doing their own juices in there and, you know, probably mixing concentrated juices and, you know, whatever. I mean, that's a whole different world. So, you know, even their entry to, their their price entry to market is totally different. I mean, for me, it was you know, um, delivered at my door, I was at, you know, close to three fifty four dollars a bottle, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, that's not the case for them. So they're probably at one to $2 a bottle and that's why they can sell it for six to seven, you know? Yeah. Somebody's got to bring them down, Charlie. Who's yeah. it going to be? And I mean, yeah, the HVP, it definitely has its purpose. It's just, uh, yeah, absolutely. They, they got so many ways to just cause confusion, you mm. know, to make it seem like it's a raw product. I mean, there's it's just like, some things you look at where there's no other reason for them to do what they did. If it wasn't just to intentionally confuse the customer, Yeah, like changing just, the name from, from high pressure certified to cold pressure certified. What just, would be the yeah. reason? Just call a spade a spade. If it's pasteurized, then just say it's pasteurized. I know. It's crazy. And by the you know way, what I mean? HPP juice is safer than raw juice. Like some people would prefer yeah, that. Like if you're, that's fine. Like, like, like people like it when they see ultra pasteurized on the milk. Cause they're like, oh good. This will be safe I'm, milk for my kids. You know, or whatever. Right. It's like, whatever it's yeah. And like when, um, evolution fresh, mm-hmm. when they launched, so, so this was launched by the original founder of Naked Juice. I'm oh, sorry, Jimmy Rosenberg. Yes. Jimmy Rosenberg founded Naked and then sold it to Pepsi. And then years later, founded Evolution Fresh, sold it to Starbucks. He, um, They did a very, in my opinion, like a very good campaign about HPP, explaining why it benefits customer. They said, look, we, we grow it and we, bought, and we high pressure process it right in the same place same area. So it's like, 
um, you know, it goes fresh in the bottle, preserved nutrients, makes it safer, all this stuff. But they're very open about the processing. They never tried to hide it. So right. it's like, I don't mind people spinning it as a good thing as long as they're just telling people what's been done to it. Um, like, like I have no problem with HPP juice. You just need to put it on the label, right. you know? Right. Just say it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe someday in the future we can get a standard of identity in the FDA, which is like legally what you're allowed to call things. Like if you call something fresh, that's a standard of identity. So they have rules about it. But then mm -hmm. I worry. I'm like, if it gets to the FDA, what's that going to end up being, right? It's going to end up being mm -hmm. like this bullshit seal. It's going to be like, well. Right. Can't be heated above 212 degrees. Well, unless you know, you're that, almonds. <laughs> yeah. That, just like everything, that certified raw probably had good intentions to start. Right. You know, right. it's probably like right. plain and simple. Do not cook above this certain temperature. Be considered raw. And that's kind of like, okay, where most of the nutrients will still stay alive. And then probably just people took it whole different yeah. direction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because then like getting contacted by the almond association like but we're required to pasteurize so you gotta let us yeah. have the seal too you know <laughs> <laughs> well yeah it's like you know just the the scale of like vegetarian vegan raw right like so raw in in our world if you eat raw it means you just don't eat anything that's cooked right or that's boiled or that's lost you know that's been exposed to heat it should just be that yeah. like that's the definition of raw it's it's it hasn't been touched. It hasn't been cooked. It hasn't been I, altered I, yeah, in I, any way. I would way. say, if I were to write a definition for raw, I would say the food, yeah, has not been altered to extend the shelf life in any way. That's what I would say right, for raw. Right. For example, it hasn't been cooked or cooked. It hasn't been yeah. pasteurized. It hasn't been high pressure processed. Well, because cooking is like. You know, that's extending the shelf life. Like if, if you you cook meat, that's, you know, extending the shelf life due to the cooking. So like anything that extends the shelf life beyond just adding natural whole ingredients, I would say. Like obviously you can add lemon to juice to extend the shelf life, but that's not making it not raw. You know, we did this after JuiceCon and when we formed the JMA. By the way, we the JMA is still active. We were going to tackle this, remember? Is. Yeah. Yeah. Juice Makers Association. We still have all the money from the members sitting in a bank account. Yeah. Which I think is about 30000 30, or something. Yeah. We haven't done anything with it. But I had an extremely difficult time actually getting anything done without yeah, doing it all myself. So we paused it for now. But um, maybe we'll it goes if, into this documentary or something. No, I know. Like, like that. If this documentary gets made and ends up on Netflix, that'd be a great way to raise awareness about JMA or something. Um, yeah. And then maybe we might actually raise enough money to actually do something and yeah, and hire people to do stuff. The, the problem is we didn't have enough money to hire anyone. Yeah. So we'd rely on volunteers. And lots of people would say they'd volunteer, but then they're hard to get a hold of, wouldn't follow through. And like everyone has good intentions and they get all fired up. Like, yeah, I want to do this. That they're busy with their job and their life and their kids. And it's like when there's no actual monetary incentive, it's hard to get people to actually follow through. Yeah. Fortunately. So then it just fell back on me and Robin and the Good Nature team. And then I was like, well, now it's just Good Nature doing it. It's not really a nonprofit <laughs> association anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we paused taking in new members for now, but 
I could always open that back up. So I hope everybody has a nice Christmas. <laughs> All right, Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm Even gonna gift, almond guys. Yeah, no, I'm gonna gift you raw <laughs> almonds. I'm gonna send you a package of raw almonds for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>